This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, Adam, guess what time it is? It's time to crack the customer code. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 55 of Crack the Customer Code. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here, as always, with the affable Adam Tapore. You know, I do the alliteration, and then you you just like jump <laughs> just on the ban- you're jumping you. on the bandwagon. That's all that's happening. Imitation right is the highest form of flattery, <laughs> and of copyright infringement. <laughs> but we have a great uh, discussion today. We're doing a customer zero. Ooh, so we haven't had too many customer hero zeros in a while, so I'm excited to be back yes. with customer hero, customer zero. All right, but first we need to hear a quick word from our sponsors, Service Strategies. Service Strategies offers a wide variety of consulting services for support, e-service, field service, and professional services operations for technology companies. They have helped industry-leading service and support operations enhance operational efficiency and drive world-class levels of performance while improving customer satisfaction and loyalty. Join Service Strategies at their Service Industry Summit event, which brings together leaders from companies like Cisco, Dell, and others to discuss the challenges of a changing service landscape. As part of the event, an informative customer success workshop will be held on October 27th. Visit servicestrategies.com to learn more. And if you're trying to reach business leaders or CX professionals, our podcast reaches the specialized group twice a week. Go to crackthecustomercode.com slash sponsor for full details. So, Adam, we are lumping a whole bunch of brands together in the Customer Zero bucket today. I'm sure they will all love being together. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really about the experience that they're delivering. It's about how they are viewing what customers might care about, in my humble opinion. Well, your opinion should remain humble. (laughs) (laughs) That's my theory. That's my not humble. (laughs) So I don't know if you've been following some of the uh, hubbub out there (laughs) that people have noticed when brands change their logos. Have you noticed any of that? You mean the uh, I don't know what to call them the the Twitter villagers with the pitchforks and the uh, <laughs> yeah yeah there's definitely Torches. there's definitely an aspect to this that is that group but I think you can trace this back even before Twitter do we even remember the days before Twitter it's hard to imagine now I mean I certainly can based on my age but you <laughs> you know of course yes yes thank you uh, I can't recall. Uh, (laughs) but recently a couple brands came out and changed their logos. Spotify, uh, went to a lighter green and removed the black from their font, uh, in their logo. Google of course changed their logo and it became what's, what's lovingly referred to as a flat logo now instead of the kind of bubblish font that it had in the past. Verizon just went through a rebranding as well. And 
the reason that I'm bringing this up is because I think sometimes there are times when it's great to change a logo. It's great to rebrand. However, sometimes they come out with this as if it's going to change the customer experience. And it's not. (laughs) And there are times where, for instance, uh, with Spotify, they just went through another type of hubbub around their privacy statement right around the time that this new logo was launched. So the response on Twitter that you're talking about with the pitchforks and everything, some of that were people saying, hey, nice press release about changing your logo. I'm really concerned about the privacy statement changes that you made. And they would respond with things like, here's more information about our logo. <laughs> oh, well, that's just bad. That's a whole different thing than changing the logo. That's just bad, uh, you know, customer service responses. And I'm a fan of Spotify, as you know. I love Spotify. I love getting playlists. I, I, that's totally good because they know it. they know everything about you now. So that's good that you're a fan. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> they'll use their powers for good. Well, they did. They backed off of that because yeah. of the reaction. But it's just a great example of how sometimes I think marketers and uh, agencies and folks who are wanting to be creative, they go, oh, we need a new logo. But they might be sick of their logo because they deal with it all the time. But customers rely on it to understand the identity and to find things on their computer in some cases and all of that good stuff. And it reminds me of a few years ago when American airlines came out with a press release saying we have a new customer experience and they had changed their logo and they got swift response <laughs> from customers saying, you know, it's funny cause I'm on one of your planes and the experience is still not great. And this is why. And uh, I wrote a blog about it because it was so fascinating to me that, we can talk ourselves into these things as marketers sometimes. And it's just, it's, it's reached kind of epic proportions again. (laughs) And I feel like we go through these phases where everybody gets excited about their new logo and customers are kind of scratching their heads saying, okay, what does this change for me? And what, how does this solve the issue that I'm actually having as a customer of your company? So when I mention the people with the pitchforks, you are they. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Okay, I'm the, so I'm is the this one a part of the, the torch? <laughs> is, that, is, that what it is? is this a part of the show where I get to disagree? Go for it. Okay, actually, I half agree. So I think there, there's a couple of issues here. One is what is the purpose of the logo? Because I think you are lumping a lot of companies together, and not all of them were dumb enough to come out and say, well, this means our customer experience is right. better. Right. Uh, because as soon as you do that, you're basically in trouble because immediately somebody's going to be having a bad customer experience in your very large organization. Yeah. <laughs> they, not so much. Yeah. Just don't set yourself up for that. But uh, with the logos, you know, I think it comes down to how they use it. One, it really is a world now where any major company that makes that change is just going to get ripped. So it's hard to do in today's environment. I actually feel sorry for some of the companies because there are legitimate reasons to change a logo. They something that represents your brand and how it has evolved. Mm -hmm. Something that you know, usability studies, color studies, all of these things that go into logo designs, particularly for large organizations with resources that are looking at how do we 
you know, put the, get another few angels on the head of the pen to make our logo so perfect. And I think there's a lot of that in these decisions with at least most major Mm -hmm. companies. Now, a lot of major companies, you would be surprised how seat of the pants some of these things are and how some department goes, Hey, we have a pretty new logo and, you know, the CEO signs off on it. Uh, so I think it's a mixed bag and that's my sort of takeaway. Not, not all of them. It's hard to go off the reaction because I feel like any change now is going to get a reaction. Oh, there, it will. It will. You know, and there, there was the Tropicana case, which I think mm-hmm. we had talked about before, where you know there was a real, there was a real world reason. I hate your new logo. I hate colors. But in the Tropicana case, it was like, hey, I can't find your product on the right. shelves. Right. right, and it was uh, a beloved uh, logo or ide- brand identity, I should say, with the orange with the straw in it. People knew that was Tropicana. They felt passionately about it. And to take that all away, they felt like, what is this? Why are you doing this? And they can't find the product that they love. Right. And that's where, you know, that's almost like even though that was a product design, not a logo design, mm-hmm. it's sort of the new Coke thing. It's like yeah. they don't, they don't, they don't you, you know, it's like sales are slipping, things aren't going well, and but you don't realize how much the mm-hmm. core, you still have a core customer base that's really big. Right. So it's more about trying to do an evolution instead of a revolution. Right. And a complete overhaul. So in that's in that case, like that's a real world criticism that really has an economic impact. But some of this is just like, forget it. I mean, it's like everybody with a marketing blog is going to take you down just so they can get their blog posts to the first page of Google. Right. You and know, I, I, mean, I agree with that, that there is always going to be a reaction. But I think to your point, and where we are agreeing, it's about intent, it's about need, it's about understanding how to roll it out in a way that makes people somewhat comfortable. People are never going to be comfortable with change, no matter what you do. But at the same time, you know, I went to University of Missouri, go Tigers. And uh, (laughs) when I first uh, started receiving mail from them, when I was, you know, a potential student, Everything had this big paw print on it. That was kind of what they, that was their branding. What they started realizing was, okay, the paw print was used by all these different universities. Clemson University used it, uh, a whole bunch of other ones. So they changed their mascot uh, logo. They didn't change the actual mascot, Truman the Tiger, because he's awesome. But (laughs) all of the imagery around Missouri Tigers changed to represent who they were and help them stand out in the market. That makes perfect sense to me. That totally is an evolution of the brand and everything else. Great. And if there's confusion in the market, I think that's something to absolutely address. I think what tends to happen, and I've been in these meetings when literally somebody says, I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of the logo. I'm so sick of how we say this because they are dealing with it on a daily, sometimes hourly basis. And what we have to remember is that we are not the center of our customers' lives at all. We are a small part of it. And we have to help them find us and be comfortable with us instead of just obsessing and spending all of our resources towards the actual brand logo and things like that. So I totally hear what you're saying and I agree. I just want people to think about it a little more and understand why they're doing it. So our lesson today is marketers think more. And I think that's sound <laughs> advice. I think we can I, I think we can say that like very proudly and well, strongly. And a lot that's of marketers. Of, that's sort of like take care of your customers. <laughs> <laughs> like the advice we give at the end of the show. It's just, yeah, okay. Hey, what does that mean? 
Well, and I think in some ways, maybe they're overthinking it. And that's something that's, to be aware of, too. You must you must always remember how much of what happens in the corporate world is people justifying their jobs. Okay, and you really cannot you cannot discount that in so many of the especially when you see it really done poorly. Mm -hmm. When you really see like wh why <laughs> why did this? Oh. Why are you bothering? And it's because well, hey, the you know the last guy that had my job uh, didn't do anything. The guy before that, so uh, but our marketing's going pretty well. I guess I'll change the brand. Well, <laughs> no, I have I, to, think I have are... to do something. I'm the new VP. I'm the new, you know it, and that. Believe it or not, it's it's scary how much that happens in organizations you think would know better. I, I've definitely seen that. But I also know that there are people out there who are trying to kind of champion this idea of customer experience throughout the, the organization. And so there are people out there who are sitting in these marketing meetings saying, why are we really here? <laughs> and I want those people to have louder voices. Because, for instance, that American Airlines thing that happened, somebody should have said, hey, wait a second, this does not make sense. It's great that we changed the logo. Let's talk about that. Fine. But let's not say it's a different experience now. And I think that's where we need people who are really champions for the customers that they serve. And that's why I'm rallying today. I, want, I want them to have the torches within their own organizations. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, on that note, I will just close with our true wisdom, our moment of zen. Like, can we use that now that John uh, No, I don't know. Out there? I don't know. You said it. <laughs> I did. Copyright violation, see? <laughs> well, I think it is marketers think more. That's the takeaway for today. Or don't overthink it. <laughs> you, you always got to just – I had a nice, clean little sound right there, and you, you, you got to well, add <laughs> <laughs> It's two sides of the same coin, I think. All right. Well, we would love to know what you think about this topic or any other that we discuss. Please give us a shout out at thecustomercode at gmail.com or 470-223-CODE. And as always, thanks for listening to this episode. Okay. And head on over to crackthecustomercode.com for all of our shows and show notes. And thanks to our sponsor, Service Strategies, for supporting this podcast. Make sure to check out their informative customer experience workshop in San Diego on October 27th. Go to servicestrategies.com for more details. And please subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you'll never miss an episode. And tell your friends. I'm Jeannie Walters. Read my blog, sign up customer experience webinars, and more at 360connects.com. And I'm Adam Tapore. You can connect with me and find out more about our customer service workshops and my book, Be Your Customer's Hero, at CustomersThatStick.com. And until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>